If your happy ending is no more joint pain, please try Sierra Sil with a money-back guarantee. It's all-natural joint pain relief that's changed our lives. Sierra, like the mountains, and Sil, like silicon. Go to sierrasil.com. Use the code DRIFT for 10% off. Hi, I'm Erin, and welcome to Catch My Drift. Made possible by Envy Pillow, my sleeping beauty for over 20 years. The Canadian-designed, copper-infused Envy Pillow aligns your spine and neck and prevents those lines that sleeping on our face brings. ENVYPillow.com So this is the place where we like to get you in the headspace for sleep. Not right now, but later on, when you're about to listen to a sleep story on Drift. So let's get you into bedhead. This is part two of a talk I had with essential oil specialist, certified yoga teacher, and holistic health educator Tracy Whitney. She founded The Essential Wave, and we've been talking about oils. Not all of them. There are about 90 or so. But Tracy's favorites, the history of essential oils, and some of their many uses. A reminder to you that this general information is not intended to diagnose or treat any medical condition or to replace your healthcare professional and always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions. Tracy, thank you again for joining us. We got talking about the one oil that you would have to take if it was going to be only one the rest of your life, and you chose frankincense. Let's talk about the top three oils and why they're the top three. Okay, great. I love to dive in on all of the essential oil education and the properties both emotionally and physically. So first off, let's start with lemon, which is the oil of focus. And lemon is a very popular oil because it's cleansing, it's detoxifying, it's emotionally uplifting, and can help provide mental clarity. So I love to diffuse lemon to cleanse and purify the air in my home. I make my own natural cleaners with it. And it just evokes feelings of joy and peace and happiness because citrus oils are so pleasant to our sense of smell. Okay, then what? Peppermint would be the next really common oil, which I love. And peppermint is known as the oil of the buoyant heart. So it's energizing. It helps relieve tension. It supports your digestive system and your respiratory health. But it really is amazing for an energizing boost. So each morning, I put a drop of peppermint in the palms of my hands. I rub it together and take a nice deep inhale to set an intention for my day and just sort of awaken all of my senses. I also love to apply peppermint topically for soothing tension, muscle relief, or rub it on my belly if I've eaten too much or have any kind of digestive discomfort. And the third one? Lavender would be the third most popular essential oil, and this is the oil of calm and communication. So lavender is known to support sleep ease anxious feelings, and really help calm and relax your mind as well as your central nervous system. But also, lavender has so many properties. I kind of refer to it as the Swiss army knife of essential oils (sighs) because it's really soothing for your skin. It's a natural antihistamine. It's great for bug bites to add to your moisturizer. Um, Add it to some Epsom salts in your bath. It It can really just help you feel at peace, tranquil, and relaxed. 
Okay, so those are your big three. What are some oils that people may not have heard of that you really wish we knew more about, Tracy? So I would say rose does not get enough love. And that's surprising because rose is actually the essential oil of divine love. And it's very powerful in its healing benefits. It's healing to the heart and your emotions, but also very supportive for your immune function. It's one of the highest vibrating essential oils. It can help promote feelings of wholeness, self-love and acceptance, and is incredible for your skin. Would you like to hear one more? I would love to. Okay. So vetiver, that's vetiver. I never know how to say that one. Vetiver, vetiver, vetiver. Okay, vetiver. Vetiver. Now, I'm sure many people have different ways to say this name, but vetiver is how it is said, and it is the oil of centering and descent. And this really helps assist someone become more rooted in life because vetiver is a tall, grassy plant. And the way that the essential oil is sourced is they take the roots of this plant and they smash it up and steam distill it and evoke a very thick, rich, and smoky essential oil. And it's very, very rich and earthy and it's very grounding for our our bodies and for our minds. So it can really help one become more emotionally aware, connected, present, but it's an amazing oil for drifting off to sleep, which is why it is so important to mention it in this podcast. Well, thank you, because I usually have lavender. We have uh, fields near us on Vancouver Island that grow them, and it helps with lavender that you get such a beautiful visual, too. I don't know what the roots of the vetiver look like, but I want to give it a try if you recommend it. Absolutely. It looks like dirt, Erin, and it tastes like (laughs) it, too. (laughs) But there's nothing better than, you know, a little bit of vetiver under the tongue, or you can rub it on the soles of your feet. And it's just really great for calming that hamster wheel. You know, when you hit the pillow and you've got that long to-do list and your mind is racing, I love vetiver to just sort of take that anxiousness away and to help ease and calm my mind. Now, you talk, Tracy, about putting it on the soles of your feet, and I've heard of this with lavender oil as well. Uh, This is while you're in bed and not when you're getting up and, you know, sliding through the house, I'm guessing. But Why would you put oils on the soles of your feet? So the reason why it's suggested to apply essential oils on the soles of your feet is because the pores on the bottom of our feet are actually some of the largest in our body. It's also one of the least sensitive areas of skin. So if you have sensitive skin, applying essential oils to the soles of your feet, it's great for absorption, but it's very unlikely for you to have any sensitivity. Good point. Speaking of sensitivity, are there people who should not have essential oils around them? We've heard of warnings for pets, babies. Can you can you walk us through some of the guidelines and the groups and ages that are warned? Yeah, so when it comes to safety and using essential oils, I certainly encourage the use of quality essential oils. And that's really one of the biggest aspects when it comes to integrating them into your life is to ensure the quality. Aside from that, essential oils really can be utilized for all groups and all ages. The key for using essential oils topically would be to dilute essential oils with a carrier oil. Because essential oils are extremely pure and potent, you know, one drop of peppermint could be 
very cooling. Maybe that sensation is going to be too much for a small child. So if you mix that with, say, a tablespoon of coconut oil, it's just going to help dilute it, go on a little bit easier, and then just take away some of the intensity that may be there. And what about for the older people in our society? I mean, our ancestors used oils a lot. And now let's talk about using oils for the elderly in our society today. Well, I don't want to call my dad out, Aaron, but he is definitely on the older (laughs) range of the population. And if you can get someone who is a little bit more elderly, open-minded enough to use essential oils, I would say as long as they're diluting with some carrier oil and they're taking care of where they're applying essential oils, being mindful to not put them in your ears or in your eyes, um, and ensuring that we're just taking some safety precautions, they're actually very beneficial. They're very soothing. They're supportive for the mind. They're really stimulating for memory and for focus and can be a great aid to ease any kind of physical tension in the body. So they can be a wonderful tool as long as you're using them safely, diluting them. But for aromatherapy, they are good for all ages. And what about people on prescription medicines? Are there certain medications that you absolutely should keep an eye out for if you're going to be delving into essential oils, Tracy? I think it's always best to talk to your healthcare practitioner or even pharmacist because they are really well-versed in plants and herbs and the contraindications that could be occurring because of medication. So I think having those chats, being open with what you're using, the essential oils that you're interested in can be really, really helpful for your overall health. Thank you for enlightening us, for sharing your wisdom on oils. I was going to say you're a sage, but uh, you're a rose as well. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much, Tracy, and best of luck to you. Thanks, Erin. I really appreciate it. Tracy Whitney is an essential oil specialist, and you can connect with her and who knows, maybe yourself, at theessentialwave.com. And just a reminder before we go that this general information is not intended to diagnose or treat any medical condition or to replace your healthcare professional. Always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions. Thanks again for joining me for Catch My Drift. And don't forget, as you put lavender on your feet in bed tonight or whatever you've got planned, join me for another sleep story just for you on Drift. Sweet dreams. I'm Erin Davis.